0: it's starting to make clearly on top
1: Arcadia Queen is running on 200 to go Russian Camelot has a race Arcadia Queen coming at Russian Camelot Russian Camelot Arcadia Queen Arcadia Queen first look at 2000 is going to turn over Russian Camelot Arcadia Queen a quarter corner Russian Camelot I remember watching it back this bike might be pretty smart I think and the autumn sun for the lead the 200 metres puts another length a half two leagues vacillator and extends the autumn G'day legends, welcome back to another episode of You Know What It Is, it's the second again racing podcast, we're back for our, th- I think it's our third or fourth week now after a big spell and yep. I'm starting to trim up around the edges Jacko, mm. just a little bit, like mm. having a look at some of these horses that have come back mm. and what we're looking forward to next week, I'm definitely I've, I've shed a few kilos. Definitely, it starts to set in when
0: you're seven days out from those group ones returning aren't you, it's like just around the corner.
1: So close, it's actually a bit crook out. How- little of a break some of these horses oh. get like they were finishing running at the end of november and mm. they're back already um we had a very interesting conversation before and we're just going to touch on it really quickly nothing to do with horse racing cold showers jackson yep talk me through it so you're you're on the cold shower train
0: yeah well not that i know mate but we heard that the um the same effect comes from cocaine, cocaine. The, the, the shot of the shot of dopamine that you get um from those cold showers <laughs> okay. and it, it apparently it sustains you throughout the day. So I've been doing it over the last two, two three months, mate, and it's fucking worked for me, i Honest tell
1: review, you, you think it's a thing?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's um, sometimes what it's cracked up to be as the be-all and end-all. Like, you have to have a cold shower, otherwise you'll never have any success in your life.
1: Nice pun with the cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but look, I, I definitely feel a difference, mate. So it's it's even helped the punting, I'd say, a little bit. Just sharpen me up that little touch.
1: Well there you go. Not only do we tip horses, we tip life tips <laughs> to get you better at punting, get your cold showers going. Um pretty good week for us again. Yep. Best Western one, which is the highlight of my week.
0: Yep. Yeah, space as well. Best of the day in Sydney, got the got the job done. Reese Jones with the with the claim was very good. Tried to lose the race again, he still does those things wrong, doesn't he? But um yeah, I, I quickly wanted to, to bring the attention to that because there was a bit of stick coming from you last week as well, mate, with Spacewalk, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wear that.
0: Glad he could... Yeah, it wasn't any price, but best of the day is best of the day. So we got there, and same with the best Western pike. He just sat outside them and just fucking bombed them one by two or three in the end, so very, very good day.
1: Love it, love it. Sandown, this week, we're going to do races one, two, seven, and 8, mm. and then at Randwick, we're going to do six, seven, eight. so nice little order there, um, there's some good horses around which is pretty Definitely. nice to see like we've got horses like Inundation who are racing really early on the cart at Sandown who's got a fair bit of hype around and then we've got some nice three-year-olds coming back in sort of race two. At Sandown and then we've got the nice three-year-olds in Sydney as well. Definitely. So aft Cabin making the trip up to Sydney. Gonna be interesting how he stacks up against the Sydney form. Yeah. We're gonna dissect that pretty, pretty well. Good
0: race over here as well in Sydney once we get to that
1: one. For sure. So let's kick it off, mate. So race one at Sandown, it's over a thousand meters. Um we've got Inundation's favourite, dollar eighty-five. Fire's there, he's first up, three dollars seventy. Milan also first up at six bucks. Then we've got some double figures. So we've got No Way Ever at 10s, Tycoon Hummer, 23s, Zorro's Dream, 27, and Joslin is 35 bucks. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't say he's a natural leader Inundation, he He strikes me as a horse that likes to either sit outside a horse or just drop in one pair of cover. But the way the map sets up this week, I think Jamie Carr has to roll forward, especially considering the, the way he sort of compounded over the last 200 or 150 last time. I think they're going to roll forward and lead. No way ever is probably going to boot up from that inside barrier. And I think fire can whip across. Hopefully Ollie's positive from there and doesn't take his medicine from the white gate.
1: Could be a bit messy, couldn't it? Like for yeah. a field.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of tactics involved here. So we'll have to see what the instructions are going out. But it all comes down to that, isn't it? The instructions that come from the trainers. So they know the horses better than us and you've got to put their trust in them. I will start on inundation. Obviously a really hot day a fortnight ago um, at Sandown as well. Returns back to the scene of the crime. He was absolutely bombed on the day and just like cruised up to them, looked like he was going to win by three or four. Jamie Carr was unflinched, but just over that last 100 metres was a bit alarming to me how much he compounded. So I'm happy to risk the $1. eighty-five this week. I think that's too skinny for me. I will have a little play on fire. It's not a, a massive bet in terms of confidence, but I think it's a horse that does ooze talent. He smashed them first up last time at Sandown um, over a 1,000 metres as well. So trap uh, trick... Track and trip, I should should say, The old trick. The old trick. But track and trip is well and truly franked with fire, and I hope Damien Oliver is the answer to get this horse going because he's a horse that has a few quirks and can do a few things wrong. So I hope that experienced head um, just on the back of him can just ease him across and slide him into a a nice bit of cover from that wide gate, and I think he'd be strong late. So he's on top for me at about 370.
1: It's interesting. Inundation broke a track record first up. Mm. Comes out, gets beaten second up. I don't know, a bit of second-up syndrome. Is it a $1.85 mm. shot? There's a lot of question marks around the horse. No doubt it's got talent. I'm probably staying out in terms of a bet, but the one that I'm going to keep a close eye on is Milan, or Milane or however you want to say it. Last preparation was prepped with all the best three-year-old races. I'm running Golden Roses, Caulfield Guineas, and just couldn't really strike a dry, a, a dry track or any even luck. So yep. M- Moody is... As we spoke about prior to the podcast, Moody is a real grand final sort of trainer. He he does strike me as that. He gave this horse a really hard trial leading into this, ridden out. I just wonder if the horse is going to come in here maybe a little bit better than a usual Moody first up. Definitely. It brings the right form lines into this.
0: was unlucky in both the Caulfield um, Guineas and the Rose Hill Golden Rose. So it's got the A one form lines coming in, but I just think a thousand meter is going to be a touch short. For sure,
1: there's certain there's certainly a few question marks around the race. I can you can say that. Mm. Um, race two, it's another thousand meter race. It's the Chairman's Stakes. Um, we've got some nice horses actually, to be honest. They're, they're the young ones, but they've come out and they've shown that they've got some talent. It's VC top of the market two sixty. Our uh, Sarasana is two dollars ninety with Zolf. Zulficar, are we mm. going with that? Zulfacqua. Zulfquar, eight dollars. Extremely wicked's nine fifty. Written Bly is fourteens. Perilli is Fighter, eighteens. Miss Burgoyne twenties. Tecito is twenty six and Hell's Son is eighty one. I gotta say mm. that's probably the hardest list I've ever read out.
0: Yeah, that's up there. That's <laughs> up there. You wouldn't want Darren Flindell calling this one. Rails oh. out three, Ned. I I forgot to mention Rails out three this we week. We always we always do We that always skip too. the first one, but I won't I won't let the punters go around without knowing <laughs> where that rail position is. Um, but look, extremely wicked's going to go forward here. Zolfa will be not too far away from the inside barrier. Sarasana was a good winner last time out. Um, comes into this fresh. Will also roll forward as well. VC probably sits in that box seat. From there, you've got a lot of debutants, right? So you don't know who has that tactical speed or the intent to go forward. Mm-hmm. A lot of times on debut, you'll just see horses. They want to learn. They'll sit in behind them, and hopefully there won't be any sort of uh, surprises from that standpoint. I think VC is the bet here, Ned. Very, very professional winner up the straight on debut. And the money's come for it now in terms of a Blue Diamond market. So they're respecting that. He's He's close to favorite, I believe, in the Blue Diamond last time I checked. Um, he's very, very smart horse, it looks like. And I think Ethan Brown is a solid partnership for this yeah. horse. And obviously you get the Kieran Mara and Eustace factor, which is always fucking telling in the end. They're just the absolute conglomerate. But he's going to sit in just behind them, looks to get the box seat behind that second favorite. And I think he can get around them and win.
1: I'm going to go head to head with you. I like the Philly, Sarasana. I thought it was a really impressive win first up. That was at Sandown. Um, late sectional was huge as mm. well. Ran some really nice time, and I just like the way the horse attacked the line. VC I do concede is a really good horse. I think they are probably the two, unless one of these debutants do something out of the ordinary. Mm. Um, I just thought VC looked a little bit green up the straight. Like I know he, like really talented, really fast. But I just thought if something goes a little, out a, a little bit wrong with this horse, I wouldn't be surprised to see if it get knocked off. So I'm gonna go with Sarasana. Although the prices, there's not much of a difference yep. between the two. Yeah. Uh, moving on. So we go to race seven now. It's over 1300 meters. It's the Jeffrey Bell Main. How good's that? Uh, Snapped, top of the market, $4.20. Rose Quartz is four eighty. dollars 80 Rota Ar- Arataki is $5.50. Bellet Richie is six fifty. dollars 50 Verspatines, $8.50. Then we got double figures. Exelita 11s. Forbidden City is there at 14s. Diamonds in the Sky, 23. Sonora 31s. Dazzling Lucy, 46. Passione 81s. Watch Me Dance, 91s. And then we've got triple figures for Standoff and Matilda.
0: Matilda's going to roll forward at the cricket score odds from the widest barrier. Diamonds in the Sky from the middle gate as well. Um, They're probably the first two in running. I think Sonora, Snap. These other horses can't be too far away. And expect Rose Quartz, who's well and truly in the market, to be positive from gate two as well. Very wide open race, Ned. But I'm happy to take one at a half-decent price here in Vespertine. Graham Begg with Jordan Childs engaged. Was... Just run off her legs first up, um, up the straight. That was behind Snapper, um, which is half decent form. I know Snapper came out and failed um, on the weekend, but you've got other runners like Dawn Passage, Rose Quartz in the same race. So I'm happy to just take that form on trust. She won second up last prep like a very good horse, came to the outside up the straight as well and went straight past Shelby 66, among other good runners on that day. She ran the, fa- the, the fastest last 200 on that day and also, first up, even after getting run off her legs over the first sort of six, seven hundred metres of the race, so she picked herself up, got off the, off the canvas, and flew home. So I'm pretty happy to butter up here. She'll take her medicine and get back from the wide gate. But as long as they're making up ground at Sandown on the weekend, I think she's the one at eight dollars fifty.
1: I think Harry Coffee takes Rose Quartz across, maybe sits second pair back on the outside. Or well, it depends. Gate. What do we got? Gate two. Probably sits hopefully outside the Yeah, She's gotta leave well. Yeah. Needs to leave well. Think does her best work on pace. Got that form around Snapper and Jigsaw, which is looking pretty good at the moment. Ran third behind Jigsaw and then second behind Snapper. I think four dollars eighty is an okay price at probably each way. It's a tough little race, so that anything can win this race to be perfectly honest with mm. you. But yeah, a couple of odds there. So we got four eighty and then yours at eight dollars fifty. So mm-hmm. very nice punters. Uh, 1,800, uh, 1800 metres for race eight. We've got detonated jack, $2.30, top of the market. Horse is flying. He's going very well. He was beaten at the short odds last time, but flying. Riot and Rose is $3.50. Right you are fives. Beltoro is sevens. And then we've got the biggest gap you've ever seen in punting history. <laughs> $34 for Vardani. Grand Promenade's back, $35. Don't doubt Dory, second up, 35s. Nerve not verve, the old mare, forty six. Stars with Karen 51s, Ahmad 67s, and Nacho is 81s.
0: Nerve not verve resuming goes forward. Nacho from the inside barrier, again, a cricket score odds will be thereabouts as well. Don't doubt Dory, Grant, Promenade are the other two that will go forward and inject some more speed. I think Detonator Jack has to get back. Um, John Allen will take his medicine from there, you'd say, from gate 11. He doesn't have too much tactical speed, but I hope that uh, John Allen knows he's got the best horse in the race and he's not going to panic just get back, make sure he's away from the fence um, and out of out of any trouble. Just come around them. And as I said, similar to the, the race previous, as long as they're making up ground at Sandown without any major bias, I think he's the one. He was beaten at short odds, as I said, um, last time out. Again, it was a very hot day and they did blame, blame the conditions. Um, but in saying that, it's, it's hard to sort of forgive if you've dived in at the short odds, isn't it? As a punter, we've got We've got very uh, emotional <laughs> emotional punters it's out there. So, our Correct, correct. So look, if, if you're happy to forgive him, I think he'll bounce back here. Um, hopefully it's not 170 degrees like it was a fortnight ago in Melbourne. He'll sit last, as I said, whip around them and hopefully John Allen knows he's got the best horse and we'll just continue to, to build up this picket fence.
1: For sure. He's definitely in the best form of his career, detonator Jack. I think it's going really well. 1,800 appears to suit and having a, a large amount of horses in the race, I think just helps him. But getting back so far as he does, horse is absolutely flying, I think. If all things go its way, looks the winner for sure. Yeah, definitely. He
0: just cruised up to him, didn't he, last time? We're just watching the replay behind us here. Look at the way he cruised I up. I do not believe
1: he's let Sosie Bond knock him off.
0: Yeah, look, to be honest, there's no shame in, in letting Sosie Bond knock you off, just at the level he's at at the moment. I know everyone's saying he's going places, but Sosie Bond's a proven competitor, and like I say, no
1: shame. Yeah, for sure. Um we're moving over to Randwick now so we're going to do races six seven and eight there there's actually some really nice horses that are coming back here um the quality of these three races is fantastic so 6600 100 meters uh banjo 2 dollars20 it's been crunched early to be honest it's the two of flipped so we had sulkin was favorite when markets opened I actually thought I saw four dollars yesterday for banjo so $2.20 now. Solcombe is two ninety. dollars No compromise, $8.50. Then you got Beaufort Park is $13. Love Tap the Gray is $14. Knight of Power, $20. With Sacramento for Gay at $21. And Youth Spirits, $23.
0: I think Banju's going to make use of that inside barrier. Reese jones just has to roll forward, you surely. Got to. Yeah, with all these stays resuming over the mile, you just think they're going to try and catch them on the hop. Mm-hmm. Sacramento for Waterhouse and Bot will go forward. Youth Spirits also drawn wide as well. They're the first two or three. I've got Love Tab not too far away as well with Beaufort Park, who can roll forward from the middle barrier. Sol with J mac aboard, you'd think they're just going to settle at the back as they did in his first run uh, in Australia, which was obviously very impressive. And I think it's worth starting on him because he's very heavily uh, involved in those Melbourne Cup markets for this year, isn't he? Like yeah. already. Straight off the back of that win.
1: As Uh, soon as he won that race, everyone was saying that this could be the cup horse. This mm, could be the cup mm. horse.
0: I think it's the way he quickened over that trip. Just really, really set the alarm bells ringing for the punters. So the money came shortly thereafter and he's obviously rock hard in the market now. So you have to respect him. He has to be a freak though um, to win first up over a mile without being fully wound up. Look, I know I know he, he can be, but I'm just happy to risk him at the short odds. We're not letting $6, $7, $8 go around this weekend. He's at the $3 mark at the moment, which is not enough for me to get involved. I'm going with the favourite here in Banju. He's the horse that's up and about. Since they've thrown the blinkers on this horse, he's just gone bang, bang. And he's shown versatility in doing so. Two back he led and and wore them down, just kept going and broke hearts. And then the, the last start where he wore down Major Arty at Ranwick. He got sort of fifth, sixth in running, didn't have to lead, and still showed that he had that turn of foot to then run down Major who's since Frank the foreman a pretty handy race on the weekend as Mm -hmm. well. So I think Banju's the one here. He's the one with the fitness, and more importantly, he's taken eight, nine kilos off his rivals here. So he's going to be rock hard fit and very, very hard to beat. I think he's the best on the card.
1: um, Yeah, it's a fair wrap. I can see every point you've made. 1,600 metres just against a lot of these staying types coming back yeah 52 kilos as well what's reese jones is one and a half as well so it's actually it's
0: 50 and a half he'll be riding 50 and a half
1: so yeah solcombe is going to have to be a freak to win this but i think he could well be a freak um i hope there's a bit of pace in this race so he actually gets his chance at the end of the 1600 but i dare say if the horse doesn't win and solcombe this is who i'm talking about Mm. it's going to be a really nice run oh for sure it's going to be a really really nice run He's, he's getting set up for a big campaign i'm Guessing they're probably going to head maybe Sydney Cup sort of way. I, I don't know, Queen Elizabeth, that sort of path. Yeah, you,
0: you'd think so. I think this horse would be, would be competitive over the 2000 for sure with that turn of foot.
1: Um, so yeah, the interesting thing is overseas, he only ever really ran over 2700 the yep. entire time. So yep. coming back to 1600, I know he's had a different sort of training experience. Wallace obviously trained him probably slightly different to how those European trainers do. 60 kilos is a big ass, but I've just got to watch this horse for its entire preparation. Mm. Race seven, it's over a thousand metres and they will be going very quick these. It's a benchmark ninety four. We got Remarks, seven dollars straight into four bucks for Tim Clark, four dollars there. Kote's also on the same line of betting at fours. Quick tempo, four sixty and Matt, your old mate, six dollars. Easy single. I suppose he's not really your old mate. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I just look at the blue colours sometimes and I think, geez, we I got do do you know them. what? In fairness, I do have the blue jackets on a fair bit. So. I think that's I'll cop it. Sorry, mate. Easy single twelve bucks. Dragonstone 13 Sebanyak fourteens. That horse will be the end of you. Seven. <laughs> will ever win a race? Key Largo twenty ones. for four Zarnini is twenty mm-hmm. threes. And classy JB is fifty ones. Ned, I've
0: done it again. I have not mentioned the rail position, mate. So it's out of fair way this week. So it's it's race plus two. plus eight. It's plus eight to the sixteen hundred. Yeah. And then plus five the remainder. It was plus oh, right. four. A fortnight ago and and race pretty evenly I'd say but the the track has to be pretty fresh there hasn't been a massive amount of rain over the last couple of weeks especially this week can you
1: repeat it so where's that eight meters is where
0: to the 1600 so let's say you're in a 2000 meter race the first 400 meters going to be out eight Okay, and then from there you're going to be plus five. Right,
1: so it's not. I, at first, I was thinking, geez, that's got to be a pretty big advantage mm. to inside gates. But I mm. suppose the sixteen hundred there probably. Yeah,
0: I, I still expected to play even, just because we haven't had that much rain. Yeah. And please, I'm praying to God, do not hammer that track with irrigation. Please, just let them run time. Big and, chance. And and let the horses run time. Please, please, don't fucking do. Oh, we didn't even mention it, mate. Packing them last Friday,
1: <laughs> Ned. Yeah. Ned,
0: packing them <laughs> last Friday, right? They, they walk out there. It hasn't, it hasn't rained in Melbourne for three months, right? They walk out on the track. The jockeys start poking their sticks in as they do there. And they go, what the fuck's... What the, what's going on here? They're at the two, three hundred metres. They go, what the fuck is going on here? They left the sprinklers on all day in the one oh, patch. No. Ned, Ned. The whole meeting was abandoned. Because of that? They never got a race in. There has not been a drop of rain in Melbourne. And they, they abandoned... <laughs> like, like, joc- like, jockeys were there. Horses were there. Everyone was there. So, guys... Gold Coast, Pakenham, everybody, learn from this. Do not fucking hit any sort of water just on these tracks. Just let it be a firm too. Let them run. Yeah. Anyway, that was my little that's rant. interesting knowledge. That was my little rant for the uh, for the potty, Ned. But <laughs> in terms of race seven here at Warwick, just getting back on the horse here, easy single will roll forward. Class CJB, also not too far away. Cote's obviously a horse that's shown speed and is still on the up as well. Let it's trial, so you'd expect it to be um, nice and positive from there as well, and I think Tim Clark is going to use that uh, gate on remark as well. You mentioned that he was seven dollars into four fifty or four dollars now. Yep. Inundation was a was an acceptor for this race, and I was praying to God they left it in because I would have got six dollars or six fifty for remark, and I would have been lined up at Westpac on, at nine a.m. Saturday <laughs> morning, seeing how much I can I can get out to have on. So <laughs> anyway, that's obviously just declared where my where my loyalties lie here. You I'm like not
1: Dragonstone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one for, a, uh, for an early uh, punt, Ned, you know me. I normally wait till the last second, but I have invested early in Remark No here.
1: way. I have,
0: yeah. I just think they're going to continue to come from him the, the way the market normally comes for this horse, and I think this is a very winnable race. I do respect the, the ability of Kote and also how forward it's been in its trials, but if you watch Remark's trial, oh, man. Sebanak <laughs> was in the same trial, let it up, and uh, Zach Lloyd rode Remark in the trial. Just cruised up behind them, just peeled off and never moved. If Zach Zach Lloyd farted on the horse, it would have won the trial by six. (laughs) Genuinely would have won it by six. So he just cruised along and just went straight past Sabinac. I know he's giving a ton of weight to his rivals here, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about a thousand metre race. So I don't think that comes too much into a factor. And I think the fact that Bowman's in a different country, so there's no chance that he's going to ride this (laughs) horse, means that I'm happy to take the $4 at the end of the day. And for the punters that don't know what I'm talking about, watch his last start before he went out for a spell yeah. where he should have won by seven. So remarks on top for me, $4 is an excellent price.
1: That's, I reckon that's the funniest three minutes you've ever had on the podcast. Like, <laughs> And you've said some funny shit. I'll
0: give you one more Ned, in terms of... <laughs> just, just one more, just one more because... And and th- this has got nothing to do with rain or anything. On the same day, I'm not talking about four years ago, three years ago. On the same day that Gold Coast got cancelled, oh, we're back to this, right? To on you. the same day that Gold Coast got cancelled, <laughs> there was a meeting in Adelaide, right? It was a Saturday <laughs> meeting, so it was it was supposed to be a you know a half decent, half decent, um, and it was Murray Bridge. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Murray Bridge, right? They abandoned the meeting after two races, Ned. For tumbleweed going across the track,
1: no way. there was
0: there was too much tumbleweed rolling across the track.
1: You, you're lying. I'm
0: not. Look up tumbleweed <laughs> cancels Murray Bridge. I I can't remember for sure if it's Murray Bridge. Definitely Adelaide. It was their major meeting on the Saturday. Cancelled for
1: tumbleweed. My God, I'm done. Yeah. I like Kote. <laughs> <laughs> um, I concede remarks got talent, and since he's got the agates slipped off, he's definitely turned into a different horse, but. 10-kilo discrepancy between him and Kote, who's just a star on the rise, in my opinion. I think this is going to be a Group 3, Group 2 horse. Um, On with Kote. Really impressive last campaign, albeit they were on wet tracks. I think he looks like a horse that's actually going to be really good on top of the ground as well. Yeah. And his trial was fantastic. There were horses like Joyful Fortune in that trial, and he led them up. So I think I expect him to be pretty forward for Cummings here, and 52 kilos just seems like a nice price, $4. So. I'm excited to see what the horse can do for the campaign. Mm. Um, do, do you think they lead on him? Do you think they go forward and lead? I think they do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. They I did ride him aggressively.
0: They rode him aggressively in the trial. So he's, he's got a nice weight. He's just got to do things right, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, for sure. He's How old is the horse? He's, he's four-year-old, isn't he? Three-year-old still. So okay. It's a big... Like, they're putting him against some really classy horses. Like, Andemat's really classy. Mm. Remark's clearly classy as well. But mm. they obviously have an opinion of the horse. I just think... Yeah, I'm happy with four bucks.
0: Yeah, and you saw Spacewalk come out on the weekend and do it against the older horses who's with space, no weight. Oh, it's just some horse in the blue jacket.
1: Some horse in another blue jacket. Uh, 1,200 metres. This is exciting, this mm-hmm. one. This is really exciting. 1,200, a lot of three-year-olds here. AF Cabin, top of the well, market, $2. You'd hope. you'd
0: hope there's a lot of three-year-olds because it's a three-year-old race.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Just heaps of them. There's so many of them. There's a few in there. Yeah, well, AF Cabin, look, this horse is a bit of a myth because he sort of came and he went. He didn't really do any more than what they were... He was supposed to run he, and he had
0: issues. He had issues at the back end of his prep and there was
1: massive hype around him, wasn't there? really was. So he's tw- two bucks they're giving you. So how good's that from the bookmakers? Mm. Um, here you go. Have a go. Here, here you go, guys. Like, load up. <laughs> Have a big bet on this thing. Yeah. Zoo Tiger, 340. Really impressive first campaign. Yep. O- Penko eight bucks. And then we got double figures. Sir Jordan, I'll never forget him winning at the Valley. That absolutely ruined me. 12 bucks, Communist 20s, uh, Toronoma... Oh, mate, I'm not even going to try it. Yeah. Toronoma... Number nine, number nine. Toronoma, 27 bucks, Capital Queen, 27s, Wolverine, 30... Wolverine's going around, $34, Williamsburg, 41s, and Brosnan, $41 as well for our last race we're covering.
0: Yeah, a lot of handy um, three-year-olds resuming here. Good so race. Very, very nice race, a lot to get excited about. As far as the map goes, Zoo Tiger rolls forward. Tom Marquin is back. Aussie Tom is back. He'll roll forward and he's going to ride this horse aggressively. Capital Queen to sit outside. Aft Cabin, J-Mac probably positive from there with Communist and Ossipenko potentially booting up zoo tiger is the bet here for me ned i will be saving on a couple but you mentioned what this horse did last prep he just was eyeballed by uh, golden mile in the golden rose It was over 1400 so i can see he's probably a touch short of his best trip mm. but he just fended off golden mile and was only nabbed late by jack and o, um and also in circuit of course and we know what those horses have gone on to do so he brings excellent form lines coming in i know it's a strong race But I think the discrepancy between him and Half Cabin, and considering that the Melbourne form traditionally is never as strong as the Sydney form, I just can't take $2. I know it's the J-Mac tax and and the James Cummings factor. I just think Zoot Tiger is the bet here. And for anyone that's not familiar with this rider, watch him at the 600 metres when they start to click them up.
1: There's nothing like it.
0: There is... Oh, man. These poor horses, they just get fucking... Demot-
1: there's not a stronger jockey.
0: No, there's not. The only one that half reminds me of him Nash. is Nash yeah, Rewilla. Nash. They're the two that really get hold of a horse. But yeah. just watch him from the five 600 metres. He'll have them off the bit, And hopefully these horses that are first up can't run him down. I'm just quickly going to save on Ossipenko as well. I think okay. it's a horse with talent. Came out of the same trial as Tiger and they both trialed really nicely. So... They're the two for me.
1: Massive shout-out, to Tommy Marquardt. Welcome back. Mm. Maybe it's someone we could think about potentially getting on the potty mm-hmm. while he's over here. He's obviously going to be busy, but seems like such a ripping bloke and just loves being over here. I'm going wide. I like communists. Maybe a bit short, 1,200 metres. He's 20 to 1. Um, he gave Golden Mile a really good run for its money, and he was about $1.70, $1.80 that day. Yep. I can see that was over 1,600, but when I match up all the form lines, of Zoo Tiger being 340 here, Finished alongside Golden Mile, maybe, yeah, put him away a little bit. Yep. I just think that 20 to 1 is a ridiculous price. And we get $3.60 the place. Couldn't have half cabin at the moment. I just think $2 is ridiculous. I, I concede he's got some talent. But you look at that heavy track. Like, you couldn't make any ground up. Like, people are going, it one by 5 that day. Yeah, It won by 5 because the rest needed flippers to yeah. get they, through the fucking they,
0: thing. They called the meeting off
1: after that race. So, I just, $2 after that after some suspected injuries as well like there's obviously had some issues over the last six months yes i'm i'm going everywhere but so i'm going to stay i'm going to have something on communists i think it's a gun place bet yeah that's my opinion
0: yeah
1: we're done joking <laughs> ha gotcha <laughs> gotcha, your beauty guess what best western was back last week what did it do uh-huh. 220 yeah romped in perfect <laughs> thanks jackson <laughs> Now, we're doing this podcast on a Thursday, and it's often tough for the people over in Ascot. I know that their laptops, they haven't got laptops yet, actually, yep. over, over in Perth, yep. so they can't update prices until, you know, right before the race. And ends. it's
0: also Tuesday morning over there as well. That is, that
1: is very true. Yep. They haven't actually run yet on Wednesday, so mm. I'm excited. Talk me through the best Western, Jackson. I'm Bloody pumped for
0: this. Yeah, as you said, we're going for two on the trot in the new year. So, of course, the best Western first one bombs them um, first up into the new year. So, we're going um, Velvet Queen, my favourite horse mate over there. She's race eight. She's number five, Velvet Queen. You'll get around about $2 at the moment. I saw $1.95 with the tab. So, if you shop around, you can find a bit of a price for her, I'm sure. Little booster. Little booster here and there, especially on a Thursday night, little cheeky booster. So, make sure the punters are saving those for the best Western as they know. Got an absolute mile back from big screen. Who's the main danger in this race last start? That was over 1500 and she absolutely rocketed home. She was about seven lengths off the, the second horse at about the 300 and just bombed him, just went straight past. Chris Parnum sticks on this horse. Big screens in again and looks to roll forward, but there's a couple of other horses engaged this week and it's up in trip to 1600. So I think it'll just, just see him out that 1600 and she'll be too strong for them lane I think she's absolutely the best on the card. The Velvet Queen should win race eight. That's number five.
1: Best Western, you heard it here first. Tell you something I've really liked about this week's episode. Mm. We've gone head-to-head a little bit. Yeah, I like it. And yeah. like, there are times where... Because just, just for the punters out there, like we don't do any form together. We no. do our form completely separate. And there's just times where we have a meeting where we pick eight races and we have the same opinion six times. Correct. This week, we've picked seven races and we've gone head-to-head nearly in every single one.
0: Definitely. definitely. That's what the punters love, mate. We're honest with each other. We go for what we think is the winner. We don't try and suck anyone off. It's business, right? You come in... People invest money off what we say, so of course we take it serious. There's
1: definitely no sucking off going on. I just want everyone, I just want everyone to be clear on that. It's yeah. just not happening. And
0: that's obviously not the reason why we don't um, lodge any audio and, and, and video to the to Instagram. But that's that's a topic for another day. But just a quick one, Ned. Walker Cup is tomorrow, so oh. quick shout out to the family up there. So Clint, um, Justin, Rich, Doug, everyone up there, enjoy the weekend, guys. I've heard it's the country um racing basically the grail. It's the it's the holy grail but of country we racing. Do it. So one year I will do it. Sorry I couldn't get up there this year, boys, but we'll we'll send out a few tips to you lot. So walk a cup tomorrow. Enjoy boys and, and make sure no one skips around.
1: Tip sheets will be absolutely flying and they'll be in on Saturday morning. So make sure you stay tuned if you follow us on Instagram. Until then Continue listening. We absolutely love the support you guys have given us. It's just been great. Um, And there's big racing around the corner. So, Jacko, thank you very much, brother. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks, Ned. Enjoy, guys.